Bypass Rockers. We are back with another special episode. I am again joined by my friend Mitch Perry. But this time around, we are here to talk about a record that Mitch had put out before the Mitch Perry Group, originally released in Japan, more recently re-released or released in America. And Mitch really hasn't had a chance to talk about this record a whole lot because thankfully Music Box has kept him very busy. But um, when I heard the record, I thought we've got to talk about this record as well. Uh, So the album that Mitch put out is called Wire to Wire. It is an instrumental record. It is definitely different than the Mitch Perry group record. But if you appreciate great musicianship, you can't beat this record. It's great to listen to. So Mitch is here to tell us all about Wire to Wire, song by song. And the CD, when you hear it, kicks off with a tune called Your Beckoned Call. And I had noticed something when I heard this record that it didn't even dawn on me that what I thought I was hearing was already answered in the song title until Mitch kind of cracked up when I was talking to him about this track and uh, pointed that out to me, which uh, made me laugh. So tell us about your beck and call, Mitch. All right, your beck and call. Well, obviously, when you hear the song, it makes you uh, think of another guitar player. And... Obviously, Jeff Beck was the inspiration for what this song was. So rather than pretend I'd never heard of him, I figured I would just use the title to go, you don't have to tell me it sounds like Jeff Beck. (laughs) (laughs) I I know we're kind of uh, trying to go there. Um, When I first heard Beck, my favorite songs were stuff, you know, were the the melodic slow things he did. I loved Because We've Ended His Lovers. I love his version of Goodbye Pork Pie Hat. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just, that stuff's brilliant to me. And, you know, I, I tried to uh, evoke some of the stuff that I felt off that with uh, your beck and call. Um, I mean, I was very lucky with the uh, with the musicians I had on this record. And, you know, we had Brian O'Neill from the Busboys producing it, and, and he was playing keyboards. But I had a drummer named Rick Parnell. Not super well-known, but probably the most famous, unfamous drummer there is because he was the actual guy who uh, spontaneously combusted in Spinal Tap on stage. Um, <laughs> That's a good claim to fame. Oh, yeah. No, he, he was the drummer in Spinal Tap, and even in the movie, he was the drummer in Spinal Tap. And when you see, you know, towards the end, one of their drummers disappear on stage, that was Rick, and he turned up on this album, so. That's pretty cool. <laughs> now, this record, having been released in Japan initially, was it recorded here in the U.S., or was it recorded over there? Yeah, it was recorded here. Um, basically, what happened with this record is I got a licensing deal for it before it even existed, so I used the licensing deal to uh, make an album here, um, we recorded most of it guerrilla style down in uh, Long Beach at a friend's studio, and then I did all the guitar overdubs at Juan Crucier's uh, home studio. Uh, mm-hmm. Juan's the bass player from Rat. Right. And uh, we, we recorded this. This was all done way before Pro Tools showed up. Uh, this was all done on 2-inch and, you know... Uh, that's where we did it. <laughs> Got it. And two inch, by the way, folks, it's, a, it's something that used to be called tape. You might not be familiar with. And then you take the two inch and you bring it down to a quarter inch tape. It's very exciting stuff. All right. Well, let's take a listen to your beckoned call. 
There you go. Your beckoned call from wire to wire, Mitch Perry. And uh, we're going to continue going through a track-by-track breakdown of Wire to Wire. The next track on this wonderful record is More Than I Can Say. What can you say, Mitch, about that track? Well, in the same uh, vein as your beck and call, More Than I Can Say alludes to another favorite guitar player of mine, this one being Gary Moore. Ah. And I I will share a, a story that means a lot to me. I played the uh, Montreux Jazz Festival in 1999 with Edgar Winner. Uh, we played on a night that B.B. King was headlining after us, and Johnny Lang actually opened up for us. Rick Derringer was part of our uh, group that night because uh, this was a special one-off show mm-hmm. that was supposed to uh, you know, kind of be as close to white trash as... Uh, we could have gotten for a white trash reunion and you know rick was a part of all that stuff and we had the original horn section anyway um gary moore was playing the uh, next night um unfortunately we were leaving the next morning i was all bummed because i had never seen gary i'd seen him play but i'd never got to meet him right and uh Anyway, you know, I I complained to my guitar tech that, you know, we flew too far for me to miss Gary Moore, but there was nothing we could do about that as there's some 200-seat club we had to be playing in St. Louis on that Friday. Um, Anyway, he calls me up at the hotel, Mike Tech does, and says, get down here, I've got a surprise for you. And uh, as soon as I got down to the venue, I figured out what the surprise was because I heard somebody warming up in B.B. King's uh, tuning room, and I knew it wasn't B.B. I mean, it, it was quite obviously Gary, even though the door was closed. Right. And uh, when I, you know, I knocked on the door and went in to say hello and introduced myself, and I got as far as saying, Mitch Perry, I play with, and he cuts me off. He goes, I know who you are. They just played me a record in Japan. And, uh, you know, he's been probably one of my top three guitar players since the first time I ever heard him. Right. Um, He does with a guitar what a guitar is meant to do. So I walked around like a giddy drunk the rest of the night because I was so happy that Gary knew who I was. That is pretty cool. You got to be proud of that. All right. Well, cool. Well, let's uh, listen to your homage to Gary Moore. This is more than I can say from wire to wire.
More than I can say from Mitch Perry and keeping things rolling here, going into track three from Wire to Wire. The next tune is called Mediterranean Mosaic. What can you tell us about that one, Mitch? Well, that's not about a guitar player, but it was where I actually began to write this song. I was on tour with Michael Schenker uh, in Europe. We were actually uh, we were playing with Def Leppard. And uh, we had a bunch of shows in Spain that were after about a four-day break that we, our last show had been up in Holland. So, you know, we, we took a nice leisurely trip down to Spain, and I just remember sitting in, uh, as we're driving along the Mediterranean, I just remember coming up with the chords that uh, make the intro to this song. You know, I was playing a little practice guitar in the back of the van, and, and mm-hmm. that's where this was written. Um, it was a tune that had stayed with me through the years, because obviously that would have been uh, in early 88, and we were recording this in 94. Um, I just basically, uh, you know, when I knew I was going to do this instrumental record, kind of took those ideas and and put them into form and what you have here is that uh one thing i really like about this song is even though it's an electric guitar you don't hear a distorted guitar come in until the outro solo and uh i was always really happy with this i find that it just evokes a, a real uh feeling of i mean i feel like i'm at the ocean every time i hear it so I hope it makes other people feel that way. Well, let's take a let's take a listen. See what you think, folks. This is Mediterranean Mosaic from Wire to Wire.
that was Mediterranean Mosaic off of Wire to Wire. And our next tune, as we feature the entire Wire to Wire record today, is a tune called Crash Damage. What's behind that one, Mitch? Okay, Crash Damage. As you know, I like to race cars. You know, that's also why the album's called Wire to Wire. You know, that's how I like to lead my races. But Crash Damage... You know, you go to a race shop, and and invariably there's a uh, there's a section of the shop that's littered with broken pieces of race cars, and that's all crash damage. Okay. Well, when we were doing this song, I wanted to come up with a on the original record. This was a leadoff track, and I wanted something you know upbeat and exciting. So, what ended up happening with this song is it's about bits and pieces from six different songs that I had that I never finished. And when it was all constructed, it worked pretty well, but I went, it's funny, it's like taking a bunch of crash damage out of uh, the shop and making a car out of it. And that's why we decided to call it crash damage. Um, It also has some incredible percussion on it by a guy named Eric McCain who used to play with... uh, with Stevie Wonder, amongst other people. And uh, it's uh, it's probably my favorite rocker on the record. So hope you all like that, too. All right, here it comes. Crash Damage.
That was Crash Damage from Mitch Perry off the Wire to Wire record as we continue to examine all the tracks contained on that Wire to Wire album. Next up is a tune called Enthralled. And uh, I know a little bit of the story behind that one. Tell us about Enthralled. Well, I think this is probably the last one of my personal uh, shout-outs to guitar players who I'm totally influenced and total admiration of. But uh, this is Enthralled, and that's Pat Thrall that I'm throwing into the title here. Pat, you know, was one, he was very responsible for getting me my first real gig. I grew up in Miami playing and was playing in a Top 40 band in 1979 when Pat Travers and and his band would come in and hear us play. I became good friends with Pat, and he ended up uh, getting a tape of my playing out to Alfonso Johnson, the bass player from Weather Report and Santana, amongst other things. Um... And anyway, uh, Pat was a huge, huge influence and and, uh, and used to show me a lot of stuff back then. And the actual chord lick that this song is written off of is kind of a, a thing that Pat showed me way back when. And uh, again, I just took that idea and ran with it. Uh, a lot of the ideas I used in the song were reminiscent of the kind of stuff he would do um, away from the Pat Travers uh, band back then. So mm-hmm. uh, it, this was an obvious way to uh, say thank you to him for all the cool stuff he did for me. Excellent. All right, well, check it out. This is in Thrall.
That was enthralled from Mitch Perry. And uh, we're looking at the Wire to Wire record today and getting the stories behind the songs directly from Mitch Perry. And the next track on this record is Over the Top. What's up with that one? There's a uh, album called Volume by a guitar player, Ray Gomez. Ray, for my money, was this amazing uh, fusion guitar player as there was in the 70s. I mean, he played with Stanley Clark back in the day, and he did a ton of sessions. Um, you know, he played on a lot of the Shaka Khan stuff way back when. And uh, anyway, this record volume that he did, he had a song called West Side Strut, I think. Uh, and it was just an amazing, uh, amazing piece of music and uh over the top is something that was influenced by that song i mean they're nothing alike but the whole you know a fast shuffle is about all they have in common and Mm -hmm. and this is why uh i just basically had to come up with uh a song we kind of got funny in the middle of it and i thought it was over the top so guess what (laughs) perfect all right well check this one out this is over the top from mitch perry
that was over the tap from Mitch Perry. We are sitting down with Mitch today going over his Wire to Wire album. And the next track is called Southside Strut. Tell us about that one. Southside Strut. It's a nice funky tune and kind of strut to it. So that's why it's called the way it is. Um, What I really, really am most proud of about this track is uh, Edgar Winter was kind enough to come and play on my album instead of me playing on his. Awesome. And uh, his sax solo on this song is is phenomenal. Um, And it was also a trip going in and playing with Edgar and having him work on my stuff as opposed to uh, me working on his. And, and right. he, he made a lot of contributions to this that really made it a, a pretty uh, pretty cool track. Um, you know, again, it, it's funky. And one of the things about uh, Rick Parnell, again, our drummer for this album, um, Rick used to play, he replaced uh, Carl Palmer in Atomic Rooster. And okay. And he he can be as funky as anyone, um, and his groove on this track is just, uh, if you can't dance, (laughs) you better not have legs when you hear this song. (laughs) I mean, it it makes you want to move. All right, check it out. This is Southside Strut.
That was Southside Strut from Mitch Perry. We are looking at his Wire to Wire album today. And uh, the next track is a tune called Rain. What's up with that one, Mitch? Rain. Um, it was an idea I had. You know, it was just a melody that was floating in my head. And when I finished the song, once again, we're trying to come up with a title for it. And it was pouring outside. <laughs> so guess what? <laughs> it got to be called Rain. Uh, I really like this song. I, I played a lot more with uh, arpeggios and things on this. Uh, not in the sweep-picking way that everybody was doing, but I have a strange way of uh, kind of finger-picking arpeggios, and, and I use that a lot on this track. And uh, I love the outro on uh, this song. You know, it's one of those songs where you got in your form with a verse and a chorus. I mean, even though there are no words, and I still wrote most of these songs in a standard form that, you mm-hmm. know, there was a, a repeated line that you would call the chorus and whatnot. So we did that with Rain, and then we go into this long outro that, you know, had nothing to do with everything that came before it. And, and I just think uh, I love the way the band played the end of this song. Uh, again, the pocket of the players... Is everything uh, the bass on this track was particularly cool? It was done by a friend of mine, Sean McNabb, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, like I said, uh, it was raining outside, and it made a, a nice title for the song. All right, well, here we go. Let's take a listen to "Rain."
That was Rain from Mitch Perry. And there's one more song from Wire to Wire that you have not heard yet. And um, I guess this kind of is a water theme, too, in a way, because the last track on the album is called Niagara. What about that one, Mitch? Niagara. Well, the reason why I called it Niagara is what this piece is. It's not really a song, per se. It's a solo guitar piece that I did. And then I had Tony Franklin, who I'd been touring with right before I recorded this record. Um, I had him come in and play a fretless bass melody line over the guitar piece. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just the two of us playing, um, and there's not overdubs on it. There's no delay on the guitar. It's, it's just my guitar. It was a kind of cool two-finger... It's only two fingers, but it's a, it's a pretty unique way of tapping that I did. And I tuned the guitar to open G. Um, the way the song moves, it just sounded like waterfalls to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Niagara Falls is a common fall name. So uh, <laughs> that's what we uh, lifted for this song. And, you know, I, I also thought it made a great way to close up an album. So uh, Niagara is the last song on Wire to Wire. On this release of the album and the Japanese, Niagara was uh, the way we closed it up. Perfect. All right, let's take a listen right now to Niagara. That was Niagara from Mitch Perry, and that wraps up the Wire to Wire album from Mitch Perry. I hope you've enjoyed checking out each track and uh, being able to hear from the man himself what was going on as each of these songs were being created. I really appreciate you coming and joining us here, Mitch. Uh, it's my pleasure, and thanks again for uh, helping turn people onto this record. You know, it's something I did a long time ago, and I'm I'm really really proud of. And you know, it's neat to uh, take some time today and uh, and be able to uh, share it with everyone. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, more people definitely need to hear this record. Of course, you've heard me preach many times about Music Box, but this is something different. 
the music boxes. They're both equally great, though, for what they each represent and what they are. So be sure to uh, pick up a copy of Wire to Wire. You can get that also at MitchPerry.com. Mitch, thanks again, and uh, thank you, Radio Bypass listeners, for checking out the Wire to Wire special.